everybody, welcome to a special Essentia 2 uh, Mediums in Action live podcast uh, with me, Martin Lick Wilson, and my good friend and medium, Ian Doty. Good evening, everybody. How are you doing? I am fine, thank you, Martin. It's nice to be here, like I say, on a uh, live one. It's, uh, it's something new, and I think we, uh, we uh, need uh, to keep up with all the modern tech, really, you know, to that, that, that's what we're doing. We're helping to uh, dispel myths, and I think that we, use to, that we need to use a science more, so it's a, uh, you know, the, or the tech more. Yeah, I totally agree with you. I, I was listening to um, a really good podcast with uh, Deepak Chopra. The um, I suppose I don't know what he limits himself to, but um, he was talking about how we shouldn't be afraid of uh, technology. What we should do is grasp it and try and reach people that way. So, you know, just go for it rather than you know, holding back. And I, I think through Essentia too, what we want to do is you know, old ancient wisdom and new technologies. Yes, yes, very, very, very much so. I think that's a, that's a good catchword that is, Martin, or catchphrase. We've had a number of questions. Some of the questions that have come through, um, just to start, um, we've had one come through, Ian, and it's a, it's a bit of a tough one, actually. It's, uh, what's the best way to progress your spiritual journey? It's a question I think gets asked in various formats, you know, that come over to a, uh, uh, into a spiritual journey. Some people go to, for instance, a spiritual church because they've lost a, either their partner, a best friend, their family member, they want to, and they want the opportunity to uh, hear from them, you know. So there's a very much, what do you call it, um, feelings, emotional need, as well as there is to uh, be of a, a situation of, can I hear and can I talk and can I move on from it? So that's 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 part of it. Um, people like uh, me, for instance, I was nosy, wanting to know why things happen. Do we survive after death? So I went there to learn knowledge, you know, to find knowledge. Um, but really, the best, the uh, the uh, the best way is to take it slowly, um, step at a time, read as many books as possible. Um, you know, uh, talk to people. Go to spiritualist churches or go to uh, spiritualist meetings. Do you know what I mean? Where you could the presence of a uh, medium and take it and take it from there. What is um, what is your take on that one, Martin? Well, but being um, a life coach, uh, one thing that um, applies to people who want to make change in their lives is actually walk the walk. Don't just do the talk. Um, so, if you are wanting to you know, kind of have spirituality in any, any form you want. And, and this is probably applies to whether you want to join a religion or whether you want to harbor particular beliefs or, or you want to develop your mediumship or, or psychic ability is, is literally do what Ian said, where you, you've got to start to, you know, start to live it, start to read, start to test it, start to experiment with it, start to develop yourself and, and that's the best way to progress your spiritual journey. I would also say, try and, um, try and be tough on yourself as well. Try and, um, try and get yourself to, you know, say, I want to be able to do tower readings in a month's time, or I want to be doing this, I want to do that. You know, uh, don't, don't sit back just and say, oh, I'm, I'm spiritual now. I've bought some crystals and I've got some um, aromatherapy. Um, no, really, really go for it, you know. Um, Life, life, this physical life is, is, is short, so, so push it, 
develop it and go forward. That's the best way to do it is definitely if you um, just sit back, then it's not, nothing's going to happen. No, well, I uh, echo those last sentiments, Martin. You know, if you go to a, uh, a closed group where it's the same people week in, week out, or an open group where there's different people turn up each uh, week, um, you, you, you might in that two hours or the one and a half hours, you might get 15 quality minutes. It's not enough, you know. So you've got to do stuff in the uh, background, haven't you? And one of my uh, little bit of a bugbear is people saying, oh, you're moving too fast. You know, you've got to go at your pace, whether that is fast, slow, whatever. It's got to be with you. And, and you just might be or you might find yourself having a good, uh, a good ability with psychic or mediumship. Run, you know, uh, as you say, Martin, run with it. But certainly do as much as you can without overworking and being to, uh, you know, learn to say the word no. Exactly. And I think also as well is um, that don't be afraid to make mistakes. Mm. Uh, so if you do make a mistake, uh, it comes back to one of our podcasts where we were talking about confidence. So if, if you are sitting in circle or, or if you are um, going to various workshops and you make a mistake or you, you're wrong about something, doesn't matter. There's, there's no rules. You, you've just got to be comfortable in yourself and you've got to rely on uh, the information that's coming from spirit and if it's wrong then analyze why it was wrong and then just get straight back into the saddle and, and carry on doing it yeah definitely that, that's some good uh, strong uh and you call it advice there martin thank you yeah. and uh just to move on quickly um and now th I, i'll read out this question if that if this yeah. is okay because it's directed to you um um, the question is, um, and it's not me personally, somebody uh, who saw you on stage a few years ago, and they say that you were bathed in a beautiful, bright blue spotlight, um, but my other half couldn't see it at all. Uh, why did this happen? Um, now, uh, most of mediums, and this is one of the reasons why I, I love to go into uh, mediumship de uh, demos you know at uh, every every opportunity i could see uh, all the build up of uh, of spirit behind the uh, medium and uh, it just uh, um piqued my uh, interest but what it is here you know um is basically the other half couldn't see it because either they're not as able as the person seeing the color or they just don't have you know i've come along because the wife's brought me you know what i mean so I just feel here it's about having uh, the level of, 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 of ability that, that we are each, each at. So it's a quite uh, an obvious answer. You know, it's because you were in that right mindset. You could see where the other half couldn't. It really is simple. I, I totally agree with you. And I think the other thing as well is um, how sensitive you are to... Um, to uh, spirit or uh, to psychic ability so if that other person um, isn't very sensitive or doesn't accept information however it comes to them then yeah. they're not going to be aware or, or see this or, or it, it's it's he's literally or, or she is literally on itv while you're on bbc one um, yeah. so he's not going to be watching eastenders he's still stuck on emmerdale <laughs> um, that, yeah. that's, that's what's happened you, you're, you're just on the one frequencies at that particular time yeah. 
but there's probably been times, especially what I find um, being in a long-term relationship, I've been married 20 years this year, is that you do overlap, that sometimes we both sense the same things or we feel the same thing. You, you kind of, you start being on the same channel and, and, and sensing more. And the more I've worked with Ian as a medium, um, certainly at the beginning, I couldn't really sense a lot of what he, uh, what he was picking up. But I do know that in this last three years working with him, which has been a fantastic pleasure, some amazing venue, um, he's been pe picking things up, and, and I've physically seen them before he's even started talking. I, I, I can, sorry, I can, I can mentally see them. Um, so again, it's where we're working together and we're attuned. So um, I think, as I say, in this in this circumstance, you're just not tuned in at the right time. Yeah, very much. Um, a question for you, Martin. I think this might uh, uh, get a, a good lot of people talking. Um, person sent this in. Thank you for the uh, question, and it goes. I would like to know how one can open up spiritually again after a sudden and uh, and uh, traumatic loss. Oh, right. Okay. Um, yeah, well, we've just covered this in one of our bonus um, podcasts yes. where we discuss um, about grief and how it affected uh, Ian and how it affected me. Um, and I think, I think, what because I've listened to it a couple of times now. Um, firstly, because obviously I, I, I've edited it and then listened to it again. But I think what came through with Ian and came through with myself is spirit um, comes back to you when you're ready. Would you yeah. agree with that, Ian? Yes, yes, it is. Uh, it's how we we put the block on it. We uh, we tell ourselves that we're not able to. It's not right. It's not fair. And I can't, you know, so spirit is still talking to us, but I just feel that we tend to put a, a blanket around and just uh, it isn't there because I choose or I feel that maybe it's that, I, that I'm not ready, you know, when in essence uh, and uh, I was um, I was working demos maybe uh, a week and a half after my mum had passed doing them quite ably, you know what I mean? So even even though the grief was grief was there, um, I just feel it's a case of, well, yes, I can. But you know, when you're starting out or when you're when you're new to it, I think you've got to give yourself time to grieve, but knowing spirit are continuing to uh, talk, uh, yeah, they are can they continue to talk to you whether you are aware or not because most people will say i can still hear my yeah hey i can still hear my guide so therefore you're still able to communicate with spirit i think also as well is um uh, it's interesting that she mentioned that it was a sudden loss and um certainly with my circumstances i, I know your mum was ill for a while Ian, and um, i just wonder if sometimes when it's quite sudden that your body kind of um, oh, sorry, your brain kind of works out what's more important, and yes. and 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 that's probably a thing as well where your spirituality often goes out the window for a while. Oh yeah, you know I I, th I mean it was so beautiful what you shared with us on the podcast, and how uh, when your mum uh, passed away, it was absolutely beautiful, and um, and and I. I I can see the differences, and every uh, passing is is very different. But um, for me, I th I, I think um, if to answer this person's uh, question is if you feel ready, then 
then start. Be, yeah. uh, you know, just just do it. If if you feel ready, then I'd certainly say that spirit's ready to work with you as well. Yeah, definitely. Okay, another one for you here, Martin. Oh um, yeah. Can can spirit show can spirit show themselves to us in a time of stress or when something terrible is to happen? Well, that that sounds like um, two questions in a way. Um, yeah, one of them. I think one of the descriptions that you're maybe misunderstanding there is something called a crisis appar apparition. Yeah. Those were those were my thoughts. Yeah. So um, there's many many cases. Um, certainly in the Victorian times, they were very very popular. There's a lot of folkloric uh, crisis apparitions. And what tends to happen is um, you will have, uh, in fact, a very famous one is Lord Kitchener. Yeah. Uh, Lord Kitchener uh, was out at sea, I believe it was World War One, And as he was out there, his ship got bombed and he appeared thousands of miles away to his wife in their front living room next to the mantelpiece. And she knew it was her husband. Uh, what she didn't know is exactly at that same time was when he would have died and uh, at sea. And so there's there's loads of these apparitions that are just before the time of death or at the time of death, uh, yeah. or and sometimes um, uh, just after death, that an apparition appears to warn the other person. Uh, you you could say that this could be mediumship, um, but I think. Psy uh, psychic ability has something to play here, especially with people who are very close bonded together. W would you agree? Ian? Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. There, there, there is always, I do believe, a very strong link. You know, husband, wife, mother, child, whatever. You know, I, I, I do feel it. I do feel it has to be there. Otherwise, it'd be much more common than it is now. Yeah, I, it's interesting how. Uh, I mean, they're still reported and. Um, uh, there was a, a crash about three years ago, a car crash, and for about two or three weeks later, after the car crash, uh, a figure of a woman was stood at the side of the road. Nobody could see the, the actual car had actually gone into uh, into the divot. Uh, nobody could see that, but the the ghost of the woman was actually seen um, uh, afterwards, and it was and it was actually the ghost that made somebody pull up and, and actually find the car as well. So. There's kind of ghosts like that as well, which are very similar to crisis apparitions. Maybe, yeah, maybe the original ghost appeared yeah. uh, actually when um, uh, when she did die in the car. Um, a, um, a good book to read if you want to, ladies and gentlemen, called Phone Calls from the uh, Dead. And there was one, one story there where um, Mum and Dad were watching the uh, watching the uh, telly. There was, you know, the news was about to uh, start, and they had a phone call. Uh, they picked the phone up, and and it, and it was their son. Hello, Mum. I'm uh, I'm back home. I uh, I won't be long. The the telly was in was uh, was broken. You know, was coming over with news flash flight. Blah 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 blah. Crashed. All lives lost. And yet he was he was on that flight. But at the same time, he uh, ran home and said hello. I'm fine. Yeah, it's amazing, isn't it? It's um, that kind of evidence. And I, I think also as well is, um, and going back to World War One, which is quite poignant at the time, at this time of year, um, I, I know that when nurses were dealing with uh, soldiers who were dying, they would always shout their mum yeah. Yeah. or wife. And, and maybe that power, that energy, 
um, as we reach the end of our life, maybe it does, you know, uh, create this psychic bond. And, it does, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. And hence why people are seen or people are sensed or felt. We've all heard about twins. I would imagine it's, it's similar circumstances like that as well. Yeah. That's, that, that, that's a very nice question. Thank you, whoever sent that in. Yeah, it was a really good one, actually. Really good. I've got, I've got a question here for you, Ian. Okay. Um, why is a medium called a medium when you're so small? <laughs> oh, nice one, Martin. If I hadn't got me Google on, my sides would have split. I know. <laughs> so, uh, the uh, the uh, uh, it's it's a very often asked question, this Martin, and really, uh, it's a uh, go between or a con or a conductor between two worlds. Um, uh, Le the the uh, lecky travels uh, through the medium of water a lot more than it does through um, through solid brick, for instance. You know, through, through electricity. Uh, oh, right, electricity con uh, as a conduit. Yeah, I was just using that. Basically, a a a a conduit. We 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 have a brain. It's called mental mediumship. Spirit uses our 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 brain for the thoughts, the images, whatever, and we can put them out into words for that person. There, simple. All it is is a go being go between or a con or a um. What do you call it? That was the word you used. A conduit. <laughs> Um, there's another question here, actually, and, and I think this is another one where we can really get our teeth into this. Could you help explain or clarify the passing over of spirits and how some spirits, how some spirits, as suggested by some mediums, don't seem to realise they have died? How could this be? Now, I think partly it's the knowledge of the uh, of the uh, medium. Um, because basically, you know, it's where you it's where you learn, it's where you question. Some some mediums take everything for granted. You know, I mean, literally, it must be because my teachers, 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 teacher taught me that. You know, um, this is where we were mentioning earlier, wasn't it, Martin? You have to yeah. push, find your own answers. You know, now um, there's a misconception I do believe that if somebody get hits gets hit by a car that suddenly they haven't got a clue where they are. You know, like out of uh, Patrick Swayze, out of uh, Ghost, suddenly uh, he, he, he hadn't got a clue what was, uh, what was, uh, what was uh, going on. Um, spirits say, now bearing in mind I'm, I, I have spiritualist beliefs, um, spirits say that the, the spirit within us knows when it is the time of our passing. The physical body doesn't, the spirit knows. They can choose to say and think how it felt, or they can just, just step at sort of start to step away at that time and not feel anything yeah now when people pass over uh, i think what this question might be asking as well is why does it take some spirit longer to say hello than others yeah um so i would say here um it has to do with something with the illness uh, locked in syndrome or a situation where you're laid on your back or you sat up and all you can see is the four walls around you it's bound to affect the mind bearing in mind mental mediumship when we when we when we go to the spirit world if you believe in that then it's very much a case of you you know you are using thought because obviously you haven't got a physical body so you can't use words and stuff um it's all to do with thought so if the mind is somewhat clouded through illness disease whatever then it may be more difficult to start to come through at first belief has absolutely nothing 
to do with it whatsoever. Yeah, it's all to do, I do believe, with the method of passing, the illness-wise. If it's fast, if it's if it's if it's long, I don't feel it. I don't feel it does matter. Um, again, when you watch, when you talk about some of the more some of the uh, TV haunted haunted programs, then they put along over a lot of. Um, I was going to swear there. They put all over. They put over a lot of rubbish, you know. But people take it as granted. What's uh, what is uh, what is what is your slant on that, Martin? Yeah, similar to yours. I. I, from my point of view, I think media and uh, has certainly slanted um, spiritualism and and spirit as as a term. I, I mean, obviously, as you know, you're, I'm not a spiritualist, but I certainly believe that um, there is some form of transitioning pay uh, transitioning um, into into uh, the spirit world or consciousness, whatever you want to call it. And uh, and I think. Um, as, as mediums, we're, we're looking to interpret what we're encountering or what we are experiencing. And, and I think this is why certain mediums, they will believe that, um, oh, this person doesn't know that they're dead, they're walking around. And I, I, I don't believe that for a moment. I think it's a bad interpretation. Yeah. Um, I think a similar interpretation is where um, where if it's dark, it's evil, or you know, it's a black monk. Um, uh, there's a, a little girl called Emily. It's exactly the same. It's interpretation, and then we allow our archetypes, which yeah. are very inbuilt all the way through, back to uh, when we were prehistoric. Uh, uh, our inbuilt ideal of when we encounter something so especially working as a medium we're dealing with the unknown so if we see something all dark and black stood in front of us our first instinct is to say that's evil oh it's evil it's evil it's a monk but it's evil mm -hmm. but actually it's not it's just our interpretation we're not listening to spirit we're not we're not listening to our spirit guides we're not listening to ourselves, and and instead we're letting our brain take over and I think that that's where this information's come from, that he, he was dead. I think yep. also, well is I'm pretty sure that this must stem from fiction, from Victorian or, or early Edwardian, where as a horror story, being dead but not knowing you're dead kind of affects everybody. And so I think this is, a, again, kind of a one of those questions that... It lingers around, and we, we ask those questions. But as a medium, I can I can simply say that when you're dead, you know you're dead. There is a transition, but when you do die, it's beautiful. It's, it's far beyond our imagination from what happened after we passed. The thing is, we could have a whole episode on that, couldn't we? You know what I mean? Just on that one topic. That that question really is it's it's, it's pretty amazing actually, um, yeah. because this ties in as well the next question. Um, I found it hard to understand how it is a generalization that when people pass, they no longer suffer or feel pain. Yet one comes across mediums who suggest that there are tormented spirits. Yeah. I'm going to jump in here, Ian, because I think we've just answered that question. <laughs> it's I, think kind of... so. I, think, I think we have. It's all it's misunderstanding what is, uh, what is uh, going on. Right then. Why, why should the pain continue? I think just to let people know, if anybody's thinking, 
um, that a relative or a loved one died of a particular terrible, painful uh, disease or, or like cancer or something, they think that that pain continues in death. It doesn't. It definitely doesn't. It. Um, body for one so so it so it can't i think also as well is um i think there's a good term where people say they're released from their body and when they release from that they move into a higher consciousness um it's you're not going to live like how you live now you're not going to be wondering if manchester united won this weekend you're on a higher plane you're on a higher conscious you've got other things to do rather you know you've moved on from that and there's certainly, in regards to tormented spirits, I certainly don't think there is any. Well, tormented is a very strong word, that, but I think I think spirit asks questions of themselves and of you. And I yep. think sometimes a game misinterpretation, where people can think, "Oh, he's talking about his death. He must be tormented." Well, maybe no. He's actually telling you, "This is how I died," yep. and he just wants to pass on your story. Yeah, it's of evidence. It's of uh, it's uh, so it's it's evidential to say this is me, you know. I, I mean, how many times have we come across uh, a spirit in a haunted location, and they've been very forceful, or maybe had physical activity, uh, and misinterpreted as evil, when actually, and, and I've all, I always feel this is that they're actually there to say, you're here in a historical context. And this is what happened to me. Look, I, this is what happened to me. I died. I was killed. I was, you know, yeah. this happened to me. Very, very much so. But it's a part of life. That guy's not evil. He's not tormented. He's just come down and said, look, 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 it's my turn. Do you know? <laughs> Do you know? Yeah. <laughs> I was here. been here 200 times. It's my go now. So. Yes, yes. Okay, then. Do your guides feed you information before the question is asked? Or do they usually, or do they usually respond to a question? Uh, yes, I think the simple one, isn't it, Ian? Yes. I think that there's a mixture there. It's firstly, it might work where guides, I, and again, we've, done, we've covered this in a podcast. You, people, you really do need to listen to our podcast because we go through a hell of a lot of information oh, in a great deal of detail and conjecture, and um, I, I'm sure you'll like it. But um, what I would say is, is there's two things happen when you're a psychic medium you're psychic and you're a medium yep. so your medium feed you information and also you get it psychically as well yeah yeah would, would you agree in yeah i mean as we said in another podcast you know um before you're aware of spirits we're talking mediumship before you're aware of spirit being in the room the they've already talked to your brain and said, I mean, I'm stood over there, my name is, and then you go, oh, look, there's a, there's a, there's a man over there. So, yes, yeah, so and maybe, um, as Spirit has said, I've been thinking, oh, I'm going to nip down the side of the traffic here and get into the roundabout earlier. And, this, and one of my guides said, no, you'll get swiped. You'll get, if you do that, you'll get sideswiped by that white van coming out of the garage. And I, and I looked, I hadn't even seen the white van, and the car did what I was going to do, or the driver, and the white van went straight, uh, sort of swept across the uh, across the road. I said, "Thank you." So it works in there. I had the thought, didn't ask, didn't ask a question, and there's the wow. answer. Right then, Martin. The last question on this one, anyway, is: Is it true that young children can see spirits easily, and as we grow, uh, grow, most of the children lose this ability? I'm pretty sure we've answered this question before, and um, yeah, it's very, very common one. 
Yeah, it is. And, and, and it often applies to pets as well. But I think one of the, um, one of the things is with children, um, you get less, it, with children, there's less clutter in your brain. And yeah. therefore you allow a lot in. Yeah. Where when you, uh, oh, sorry. Uh, sorry about that. I've got a message appearing. Hang, hang on. Oh. Sorry about that. We've now got unlimited minutes to carry on doing this. Uh, <laughs> uh, we should throw in some more questions. Um, well, we can always talk about something. Something on something on to it. Anyway, sorry, Martin. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. So, yeah, when, my my personal feelings are, and this is based on watching my children grow up, is when they were younger, they did have a number of experiences when they were younger, and as they then started school. As they then started getting awareness of the world as a whole, mm-hmm. and more information began, begins to flood in, then the less they start thinking about the unusual psychic around them. Um, yeah. And yeah. I, I think that's what tends to happen is, uh, and, and, and it's interesting, myself and Ian have had many discussions on reincarnation, and I've always said, I don't believe in it, I'm not interested. And I'm actually beginning to kind of start believing in reincarnation. And, I, and the interesting thing is, is the explanation why we don't remember our reincarnations. Uh, we probably remember it for the first two, three years when we can't communicate or yes. our, yeah. our mind isn't flooded. And then we lose aspects of it. We start to lose these aspects and we become this soul. We've moved on from that soul. We've come into this soul. And I think that's why, why young children don't see ghosts anymore. Uh, yeah. yeah, sorry, Martin. Just uh, some of that uh, was put into my mind. So my guide's asking me this. Um, uh, this is to the uh, listeners of these uh, of these podcasts, maybe be able to help my yourself and Martin out. Um, there was a, a series of programs. I think that I'm not quite sure whether they're on ITV or it was or it was Sky, but a series of six or seven of them, and they all we all recounted stories of a child uh, who gave information. One was um, this child kept on saying, I've got a bad leg, he's searching around the top of my calf and he's doing this. He mentioned the battlefield. He said, I got shot. I, I fell off my horse. I didn't die on the battlefield. He even drew a picture of the battlefield and they found it. It was in Russia and he was a gentleman who got, uh, no, sorry, it was Yes, sorry, it was it was Russia. He uh, got shot in the leg, fell off his horse. He got carried away, and he and he died because they couldn't fix it, basically. But he told that even even the order of battle. He, it was two or three hundred years before he was born. You know, wow. so if you can find though, if you can understand what I'm saying here, ladies and gentlemen, and point myself and Martin uh, either a PM or a uh, or rather uh, an uh, email. Um, then please let us know. Uh, it'd be good just to reference them, I think, Martin, and have a and have a look up. But we've had six or seven of them. Yeah, it's it's interesting, really. It's, um, as I say, I, I was I, I have investigated cases of reincarnation, and some of them have been quite obvious. Um, I, I suppose hidden fantasies that people yeah. believe that they were that in the previous life. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I certainly believe that there could be cases. And it's interesting how you, ha- you can get 10 people in a room and you can say, what era of history are you interested in? What? And they'll have a particular era or particular, do, do you know, mine's American Civil War. And, 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 and I don't know why, because 
it just always has been. My my brother is uh, the, the Vietnam War uh, for some reason, you know, and and for some reason you, you get these people uh, they can have varied interests or var various years or whatever. And and one of the expla explanations, the reason why it resonates with you is, is that actually, you know, you would be reincarnated from that era. Yeah. So what I mean, history interests you in? Um, it's also, I mean, there's a lot of history peaks, peaks, peaks me, but there's one, one uh, uh, train of happened that comes all the way through where I have little, little flashbacks at times and I, I'm mesmerised when I see arrows flying through the air, you know, the actual battlefields, the arrows, and I'm just, I'm, I'm just speechless, you know what I mean? So there must right. be something to do with Richard or whatever around there, you know, War of the Roses or whatever. But um, I found that I've, in, when I have a snippet, oh, I like this, I like, I yeah, like that. Um, it's always been where I've been in uniform, even in this life, I've been in uniform, you know, mm. and it's a certain theme. But there's 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 one that um, uh, sticks to me, and uh, it's a little bit. Um, I don't be going morbid or going into too much detail here, but um, it's the uh, I I have to watch every single program on the um, Holocaust, not from a Jewish point of view, but from an SS point of view. You know, I'm just drawn to it. You know, um, I had a past life regression as such, if you call it that, and I just woke up panicking. To the sound of German singing and the Nazi boots just bang, bang, bang. You know, the Night of the Long Knives or when they're burning all the books in Berlin. Um, but I'm fascinated, well, fascinated's not the right word. I just feel I'm compelled to watch all about the uh, Holocaust, you know. Do, um, do, you think, do you think possibly that you were Jewish in a previous life? I think I was, I think I was German. Um, wow. From an SS point of view. It wasn't a Jewish. Um, no. You know, uh, I what you know. I've never tried to run away or sort of. Or if I was a Jewish, I wouldn't want to be watching it. It's too much of a reminder. I don't want that. Um, I don't watch it because I think, oh wow, it's great. I watch it because I'm just feel compelled to uh, do so. But again, it's a military uniform. Yeah, yeah. It's it's all the way through. It, it's it's fascinating. I, I, I mean, again. Since a young child, I've been obsessed with the American Civil War, and we didn't learn it at school. Um, yep. It was mainly about it was mainly World War Two, which I have no interest in at all. Yeah. It was mainly World War Two, that sort of side. And but for some reason, I was always interested in uh, something called the Bushwhackers and the Jaywalkers, which were like guerrilla warfare. In the I the Bushwhackers. Yeah. So, and and I don't know where that came from. I don't know why, but yeah, it's it's I don't know. <laughs> it's bizarre. Well, it is me because personally, I yeah, I uh, I wouldn't choose to uh, to um, to research into the SS or anything like so. You know, yeah. about the fact I don't. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, it's it's interesting, but uh, I mean, it, well, it's like it's, it's like my brother and Vietnam War. Ever since he was nine or ten years old, he believed he was. He believed that he had some sort of connection with the Vietnam War, and it, and it, it was always on the American side. But yeah. um, it, it was interesting. He just he, he, he always felt very bad that he was on the American side. So I don't know how that resonates. How 
uh, his possible past life has resonated. Maybe they were regretful of what happened. Uh, possibly, yeah, yeah, possibly. You know, um, mm. again, it's a very, very deep uh, topic, isn't it, Martin? Yeah, possibly. yeah, yeah. It's. I, I mean, I, I mean, if we look at the Buddhist um, uh, uh, Buddhist reincarnation, that well, if you was SS in your previous life, then you're here to definitely learn something to the next. Uh, you know, get to the next level. Yeah, but it is. It's it's just uh, it's just weird. And I've done two tours of Germany when I was in the forces. So I spent seven. Uh, yeah, I spent eight years out in uh, Germany. One was next to a concentration camp, Belsen, and the other one was in uh, Berlin, a lovely uh, building. But you you're just surrounded with the Berlin Wall, uh, where Himmler, not Himmler, where um, I can't remember the oh, name. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember. Yeah. Yeah, it, 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 is it the uh, Reichstag or something? No, no, it was. Um, uh, well, anyway, there was. It's just everywhere, you know. I've been the Reichstag. I've been up to London, Linden. I just found it. It was just amazing. Do you know what I mean? Um, and uh, yeah, just uh, fascinating. I've been to uh, 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 one of the concentration camps out in uh, Berlin, Oranienburg, um, uh, um, Iranian and that was a bit of an eye opener. You know, it was very, 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 very saddening. You know, yeah. Um, let's uh, lighten this up anyway on the podcast. Sorry, you, sorry you, about that, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> well, no, it's interesting because um, knowing you as uh, I, I know you've been in the army, and um, I certainly wouldn't say that you are um, typical or stereotypical of a soldier. No, um, you, you know you you are very peace loving and. Um, you know, you have a very relaxed sentiment around you. So, you know, it's interesting that I, I've always found it amazing that you were actually in the army because I see you as a very spiritual person. Mm -hmm. Well, um, Spinner put it over to me, you know, uh, where's the best place to put light? You know, I mean, you know, if you look at light and dark, but where's the best place to have mediumship in the places where it's perhaps needed? You yeah, know? absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And so, do, do you think? Uh, all animals are psychic. Um, I do. F I think it's more of a scientific, and, and I do feel people need to take it down a scientific route. Uh, animals have senses that you know their senses are far superior to ours. You know, perhaps not the uh, colour vision. You know, as far as I'm uh, um, aware, dogs react more to movement and its little shades of grey, but they can recognise the gate of their owner up to a mile and a half away, you know, so it's, it's, it is very good. So perhaps, um, uh, cats, are, uh, well, uh, I've uh, hold as cats, you know what I mean? And they act a little bit weird around me at times. If I've been to a paranormal event or, um, there's sometimes they walk up to me and start spitting and I'm saying, what are you doing with that? You know what? You know what I mean? I almost fall there. Sorry. Um, but it's, it's, it comes over are they hearing, something that we are not it's not audible to us the low tones the high tones um is it also a a, a case that uh, the way that their eye their eye works and the brain functions for a cat for instance because they're uh, you call it predators so they're going to have a very focalized um vision you know the same as the same as we are yeah um so are they seeing stuff that we can't do do we see within purely that light spectrum of color um, you know the color frequency, then the slower end, you know, and uh, the ultraviolet at the top end. Are cats and dogs are they seeing it more in 
various ways because for for instance i think it's the cape buffalo and humans are the only animals that see red you know what i mean um so again what are cats and dogs seeing you know that we can't perhaps they notice subtle change uh their feeling you know they they you know these these are animals act on instinct you know what i mean so they you know they their senses are heightened to energies and everything you know what i mean so i wonder if um if they could actually see could imagine if animals could actually see all these spirit guides working behind you so this is you turn up and there's a victorian gentleman with a french artist there's a native American. <laughs> <laughs> who's on the list <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just at you thinking, what, what was he? Yeah, honestly, it's it's ever so it's ever so weird though when you put it that way. Are they though? You know what I mean? Because well, well, I mean that's what I was thinking the other day. I was thinking, you know, I I I, I work with Millicent and um, I I work with Joseph, who's become very strong in, in my life this year. And um, and from a magical perspective, there's there's other guys, and I thought, God, if somebody could see all this walking round with me, I'd be like. <laughs> <laughs> and especially with yourself, you know, a Native American, a Victorian, a French artist. And, you know, it's, I know it's uh, it's it's a good job. I was thinking, I was looking over some of my feedback from some of my artwork and what I posted on my Facebook page, and and there's a much closer link coming between me and uh, who I call Charcoal Man. Uh, he's the French artist, and yes. um, I think you you would uh, you would recall I put a phrase on. What the hell does this mean? It's French. You know, yeah. uh, and something to do with the uh, the factory or doing stomach. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. He mentioned what the picture is about, but he mentioned it in French, and I had to ask and got told. I thought, yeah, that's what it's about. Like it. yeah. you know, do you remember? Do you remember when you did? Um, uh, oh, Falstaff Museum in Stratford upon Avon. Yeah, yeah. And you yeah. was talking in Sorrento. Yeah, it was. Um, it was old Spanish. It was. Do you know, like. It was old, old Spanish though, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Do you know, like like in old English, you know, ye old shop. Yeah? yeah. Well it was that type of thing, but Spanish. Now A, I couldn't speak Spanish, and B certainly wouldn't know old Spanish. But the uh, the uh, woman that came who was talking to me from Spirit Side said, Well, I, she said something. I said, Look, I can't under I can't understand what you're saying. I said, I don't speak your language. And they said, I said, No, I said, I I said, I'm not sure it's French or Spanish. So I've made a couple of tried to copy the word best I could and because uh, uh, the uh, the uh, uh, spirit woman said there's somebody here who speaks my language and uh, the woman said yeah I uh, I speak it and it is Spanish so uh, we so I, uh, I I recorded I think I sent her I sent her the sound file and she you know she was she was able to to say things there and then and one of the things where uh, where when I would say and puts over to I go back to the um, to the very first question, what's the progress of your spiritual journey? When uh, when when you were saying try it, experiment. Well, that is what it is because I would whisper a question to her, so you know somebody would whisper a question to me, so she didn't hear. I would ask it in my mind, so again she didn't hear. The answer came back was she told that gentleman the answer, and it was the answer to his question. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. there's no way she could hear. It was in my thoughts, and he still got the answer, which was correct. You know, yeah. so there must be, uh, you know, there was definitely an, uh, an, an intelligence there, you know. Have so, you had anything happen like that to yourself or in a paranormal investigation, you know, either 
uh, fight nights or outside fight nights? Yeah, I mean, it, I, I think I think that there's a number of things that stand out here, now, but um, it, I think um, not not necessarily with um, I, certainly with Josef, who's my spirit guide. Um, with him being um, being German, he, he wanders. He, he won. He used to wander many years ago uh, along Australian, uh, 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 along the Austrian and Hungary border around Europe. He's told me he used to wander. And um, on one day, very, very clearly, I was in bed and suddenly I heard a shout. I heard somebody, sh hear, heard him shouting, clear as day. No idea what to meant, and I wrote it down. And it was German. I don't know German. I don't know anything, any words that, I can all I know is Ich being Berliner, and I think that's it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, I wrote it down, and, and, and again, it seemed a very clear message that, you know, don't, it was kind of basically saying, don't accept any bullshit. You know, it was, it was basically saying, don't accept any crap, and, you know, continue on. And he said it in German. <laughs> it was like, What's he going on about? I think at times though, Martin, as much as we're into the spiritual side, we still need our evidence, our proof, don't we? You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think I think that at times we 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 need that re uh, that re uh, reassurance to say, well, yes, it's there because it can be a, it can be a, it can be a lonely journey, can't it, Martin? You know, um, and uh, I just think to having somebody come in and say something in a different language, you think, oh, oh wow, it makes it. It, it makes sense means I can do it you know yeah. what I mean yeah and it comes back to what we were saying about mediumship it is, is and it is about perseverance it is about continuing on and 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 it's it is also a bit of confidence and your confidence can easily get knocked um, but you, you you do have to look at your past glories and you do have to look at you know the kind of evidence you've delivered in the past and, and, and certainly with working with Ian and and seeing the things he's done over the last 18 years, it, it's just been incredible. Um, and, and, and I think you only have to look at just Ian's history, really, just to see that, yes, there is a spirit world. Yes, there is spirit, and life continues on. And, uh, and as I said before, it's about, it is about continuing on, and that's what we're doing with the century too, is... We're removing that rubbish to continue on. We, we're we're kind of resetting spiritualism um, for a new generation to, yeah. to continue forward without the baggage of what's been collected over the last thirty years. I do. I think that you know um, the open up the chakras to doing this to doing that, which is total nonsense from my point of view. You know, um, I'm getting down to what it is. It's brass tax, you know, it's science, it's it's understanding bringing the two worlds under 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 one, basically. I think it's like it's like I, I think again we've talked about it, but essentially for us was that we have worked with a, a lot of mediums. I've worked with you know hundreds of mediums. I've seen how people different people work, how different people act, how different literally act, and, and I've been quite disgusted because my background is from a very early age of seeing spiritualist mediums, yeah, and then to see people act in a way that is unbecoming to spiritualism, even though I'm not a spiritualist myself, makes me want to try and roll back the years 
and say, right, you know, let, let's reset this so that people going forward, um, I've got some, some nice, some good foundation to build on. Not to add baggage, but to start again and build on again. And that's, that's what we do in our courses. This is what we're doing um, with these sessions that we'll be uh, launching as well. Uh, so thank you very much, everybody, for taking part in our first live podcast. It's really appreciated that you took part, joined in, sent in your questions, and we'll have another live podcast very soon. Thank you. Thank you, folks. Bye-bye.